0: wrestling podcast where this ragtag group of individuals collectively known as the trash boys like to come together once maybe twice a week and talk about you guessed it the sport of professional wrestling my name is Lou from the bx host of the everything podcaster your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster and i would like to thank you for joining us for episode 111 today we are going to be having a roundtable discussion about our current state of wrestling and the world of wrestling as it pertains to mostly wwe and aew and the wrestling fan so with that trash boy i was gonna say to my right but dan likes to go last so trash boy diagonally to my something introduce yourself
1: what up everybody it's your boy nicky and Sally. follow the name i ain't spelling it out i'm too lazy and i like to give you a challenge no but just ready here here to talk some wrestling some good some bad as we always do we critiques that's what we do but no glad to be back once again you know three times in a seven day period i'm all about being with the boys and the lady and uh yeah i'm ready for another episode
2: how you doing dan and you know what's funny about that? You said that you, you like to give people a challenge. I passed that test on the first try because I didn't even know how to spell your last name, but I typed it up and you was like, holy shit, you got it right. But it's me, your boy, the mayor, that DJ named Ace 5, your mom's favorite fat guy, all the way from deepest, darkest Africa, host of the stuff 5 podcast, the third trash boy of the trash boys, the only real garbage man on the show, and this week, Lou, we had to go get one of your homies. One of your, as I'll say old school wise, Ace Boon Coons. Oh, my. Yo, I took it back. No pressure. But have at it. You know, I was going to lead her in, but you have at it, Lou. Yeah, man. With Now that we got the pleasantries out of the way,
0: we have a friend of the show here with us this week to talk that wrestling shit. So please... If you would like to introduce yourself to the good people, please take the reins.
3: Hello, it's your girl Maddie from Top Rope Squishy. And as y'all already know, I'm usually discussing AEW. Sometimes I'll interject a little indies here or there. I have a live show on Thursdays at 7:15 p.m. Eastern, where we talk wrestling, and a brand new show that drops on Saturdays at 11 a.m. called Café con Leche, touching every single topic that you can imagine. So make sure to check it out. Thank you guys for having me. It's a pleasure. Oh.
2: And we're getting oh, the lives. You. We're getting the lives situated so next time you can see this wonderful face on our cameras, just as we you've seen, Lou's face. About, I think he made his twentieth appearance just last week <laughs> on, on the Top Rope Squishy channel. I made it once; still waiting for the return invite. Oh no,
3: no, I, I
4: need that back. Yes, definitely. I will say, I will say,
2: coming to take your job. I only I hold,
4: listen, hold.
0: I only hold. Listen, I only hold one title, and that is the unofficial, unofficial Top Rope Squishy World Heavyweight Champion. So, if anybody wants to take that from me. <laughs> they gonna have a they gonna have a problem. AKA
2: a- 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 Lou has been squished the most. Hopefully that doesn't cause no problems in your household.
3: But no. yeah. Shout out to
2: Peace. Peace <laughs> to the husband. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, we here, like Lou mentioned, man, we got we gotta we we've kind of did this before. Well, we're going to take this in a different route. And we're just talking about the whole full landscape of professional wrestling to this day. Just like last week, we had our three quarter of the year awards. So Lou came with this great idea of, you know what? Let's recap the three quarters of the year and talk the state of professional wrestling. So Lou. Yeah. You're finally hosting this show.
0: Let's do this, <laughs> yeah, man. So, I figured that it would be a good conversation. Now, usually on this show, we like to talk a lot about tribalism in wrestling, and today, and we also did, as Dan mentioned, we did our three fourths of the year show. Which, if you guys haven't checked that out, you really should go, go check it that was a great show. So, I figured we could do like a little bit of a uh state of pro wrestling for the year questionnaire. Um, that's that's I don't want to say questionnaire, but just you know, kind of what are our thoughts for this past year and i figured we'll start real quick with going uh just kind of giving our quick thoughts on the extreme rules pay-per-view that we just had this weekend now i know maddie is not much of a wwe fan so we don't want to spend too much time on this she is putting up the pass sign if you guys unfortunately can't see the video which we're also working on our video but um for me dude uh, just real quick bro live rondo was fucking terrible uh the main <laughs> Dana- event the main event for me was a little bit of a disappointment. I felt like, why are you going to have DC there if he's not going to do anything? Usually, you know, I was waiting for the Mike Tyson knockout punch or kick or something, but he literally did nothing. Uh, Brawling Brutes and Imperium was great. Bianca and Bailey was great. The False Count Anywhere match was, like, pretty whack at the beginning. The ending was good. So, you know, the Strat match for me was kind of whack. And uh, then you had a big return at the end of the show. So for me, honestly, you know, I kept my grade kind of bounced back from like B to B minus to C. And I kind of landed on B minus for the show just because the it three out of the six matches were pretty good. So I'm not going to sit here and shit on the show. And we had a big return at the end, which is like always good. So that was my quick thoughts on the show.
2: And I'll go next because Nick, is usually more long-winded on WWE than me, so kind of like Lou, I kind of I kind of rose my grade to a B. I wanted to say that this shit was probably like a C minus, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It really just fluctuated from B to B minus, and then once I I went to bed with the last two matches because the 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 I quit match. I didn't give a shit about seeing Edge. The uh, the cage match, I still need to go watch that, you know. But I, I just haven't felt enthused to want to go back and watch it just yet. Uh, the Liv and Ronda match was ass. Literally <laughs> and figuratively. Because, because, because the way Liv was smiling at the smell of Ronda's booty in that, like, leg lock submission that she had. Is what we all were thinking. I got it.
0: Let's keep it real. That's probably the same face any of us would make if Ronda was to put us in that move. So oh, absolutely.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's oh, yeah. why I saluted and, and shouted out Liv smiling. I'm not mad at it. No. Oh, I'm yeah. not mad at it. But I was more pleased with the outcome than the match itself. Bianca Bailey to me was the match of the night. I don't. The Brawling Brutes match was. Y'all know how I felt about it. I was like, ah, oh, this is cool. Yeah, and shout out to my man Hambone on TikTok. I'm gonna go in on his predictability uh post, but that's what that match felt like because we called it in our prediction show. But TikTok, like Nick mentioned before in the pre-show, TikTok allowed me to see the reveal because I was asleep. and <laughs> that that elevated all the bad to the B, Nick. Yeah, I'm not going to talk much on the matches.
1: The only thing I'll say is honestly in the live Ronda thing because you guys both hit it. Uh, Internally, now I read that Ronda is finally on the heel side, so maybe we'll get a decent run if they treat her as a heel and maybe Heyman helps her. Only optimism I have going into that. Um, But yeah, and then as I've said before, um, I was amped for that return. Um, One thing I can say because I did because they watched it back on Raw and then on Sunday I watched it back. It was a little long. It definitely was a little long, but I think they did well with it. And one of my friends was actually there and he said it was like pretty hyped, but I was just hyped with it. Cause I was a big fan of how everything just led up to the return. You know what I mean? Like the QR codes itself were whatever, but I was one who f- one like scared how all the fans really dove deep into this. Like, what are you doing with your time? And then, two credit to WWE for putting in that work and Bray as well, because Bray definitely had a lot to do with it. So I'm going to give him more credit into that. So
2: they also hired his
1: they
4: boy. Also,
2: they also, yes. Who was a comic book writer mm-hmm. and horror writer. So not just a Bray, I'm sure that that was a part of his vision. Yeah. Give yeah. To that writer also for assisting in crafting that.
4: Yeah.
1: yeah. Just yeah. like, I don't know, I guess in the past, well, I guess a little over a year now because Punk came back in August. The three worst kept secrets, Punk, Cody, and Thing. I was still hyped for all three knowing it. So just dope. I thought it was cool. Happy he's back. Um, We'll see
2: where he goes from there. I'm not going to dive into it more. And
1: real yeah, quick a-
4: before we go
2: on, before we move on, because I have to clip this up for TikTok to give props to my homegirl Shayna on TikTok. I've mentioned Shane on here before, and I got to mention her again because, like I mentioned, many of the same wrestling points of view, she verbalizes that I be thinking. But I want to give props to her on this one because she displayed today on her account how long she's been paying attention to this shit. Bray Wyatt and blowing out the lantern. The lantern that is full with LED lights. Oh, yeah why, why yes. are you blowing out led lights that's it yeah i think it's think been like a yeah. handful of time.
1: i, get, the is, it I get it there. i get it i, I look, like, understand me.
0: like the i understand the like dude, if you if, if you come out with the lantern on and the shit turns off on you while you're walking, you you know what I'm saying? You already, I was just gonna say so it's, I was it's just gonna say for I want- you to like press the button to turn the lamp off and pretend like you're blowing it out. It's it's just that's just easy. To press well, that I,
1: I want one of I want two things to happen. I want him to do a live lantern once and that bitch just goes out on him. And
4: then two, I want
1: him to go for the blow and like fuck up the button worth it yeah. oh, oh shit okay I got it this time I got it
4: this time yeah <laughs> but,
0: but again before before we pass it up it's it just if we're gonna go back to like the cult leader Bray Wyatt then I'm good anything other than that I mean I, I just I, I really don't we'll just see what happens that's why like my yeah. optimism on the on the whole thing is just a little bit whatever because I do love Bray Wyatt I love that cult leader Bray Wyatt bro it's probably one of my favorite characters like ever so If we get that back, I'm cool. But if not, we move on, man. And we move on to our feelings on this
1: state of
0: wrestling as a whole. Mm
1: -hmm. So, yeah, you know, Stream Rules was good. And as we said, we've had a crazy year of professional wrestling, sports, entertainment in in the year 2022. And, you know, the three of us have already gone on a little tangent of speaking. I want to pass it off to our guests. What are some things you're currently enjoying and not enjoying just about wrestling?
3: So in general, I think, you know, because I was out of wrestling world for like a good 10 years and I got back into it in 2019. And the what? one thing, yeah, so when I got back, I got back and I just was watching AEW and I've kind of been watching the indies and AEW. Um, but the one thing that I don't enjoy, and I don't know if this is because now there's social media as opposed to when I was watching back then I was watching WWE and WCW, there wasn't any. All the drama, like, I don't like any of it. I don't like the the wrestlers arguing online. Like, it's really weird, um, unless it's like part of the kayfabe. So mm-hmm. all that drama is taking away from actual great shows, um, great pay-per-views, great shows at night. You know, it's being eclipsed by all the stupidity that's going on in the back. So that's one thing that I'm not enjoying. Uh, I am enjoying the surprises, like um, every time somebody new comes through. However, I would like it if, uh, especially you know, since it's AEW that I watch, um, for them to go back to signing more indie people, more people that um, are not specifically WWE people, because I think that will avoid a lot of the issues that we've been having lately with you know Black and Buddy Matthews and Bobby Fish and all that bull. But yeah, I um, it's a lot of fun to see like women wrestling evolve. Um, that was the, that was what brought me back into wrestling. It was actually a Chris Statlander match that was on when I got hooked again because I couldn't believe it when I left. You know WWE back in the days that the, if China wasn't wrestling, then you really weren't watching women's wrestling. You were watching popcorn matches. So to come back and see women wrestling. At that capacity, I think it's one of the things that I've enjoyed the most. Yeah, well, you know, see, you
2: spoke saying, directly to you spoke directly to the importance of representation and yeah, how absolutely. the women now is what brought you into it. Plus, with the fresh new product of AEW and its timing, like, but yeah, I mean, shining uh-huh. example of of the importance of representation, next yeah,
1: and to, to add on to that, because it's funny because so my girlfriend got into wrestling because of me. So, yeah. And you say Chris Statlander, and that you wouldn't think that'd be the typical even woman that a woman would probably be attracted to instantly. And when we first started watching, conveniently out of all the people, right? Like my girl's a girly girl, so you would think Randy Orton, Roman Reigns. So, Bray Wyatt, instantly. Yo, I love Ooh. this dude. That's my boy. So that's why Saturday was like a big party in our house. Like, she's Ooh. just like, yeah, like, she's she's a Wyatt. She's a big Wyatt person. Now, granted, she likes those guys for their physical reasons, but, like, yes. she's into, like, like those different characters. Like, she liked Becky when Becky wasn't the man
4: uh-huh. and, like,
1: things like that. So I think it's cool seeing, like, kind of, like, I guess a similarity there and, like you said, like, the representation. Like, I, I think it's important, you know what I mean? Because I never knew what Team who loves wrestling until like her and then I think I mean, Dominique on the show for the first time really like I've never really messed with chicks like that like friend wise dating wise whatever so yeah. no, I definitely think it's it's really cool seeing the different side of it because I definitely think there's two different brain
2: mindsets walking
4: it. well you, mm-hmm. called,
2: you called the ladies chicks so that I can tell you don't mess with them <laughs> <Just> like, yeah. <laughs> hey,
1: hey, I'm 29 that's what we
2: say
4: so. nah, I can dig it, I can dig it. <laughs> Chicks. That's well,
2: yeah, you know. That's you know. we went into before uh, we, you tailed off, and then you can run it back in control. Um, cool. Nick ran to the. What are we liking and disliking yeah. within this year of wrestling?
4: Yeah,
0: man. Uh, for me, there's there's a lot of things to like about wrestling this year. Uh, number one that jumps into my head is Sami Zayn and the Bloodline. That whole. Angle where they added zami Zayn in and he's just kind of creeped his way into the family the photoshopping of him and like the Anoa'i family pictures that people are doing online like photoshopping him into old roman reigns high school football photos and all that shit mm-hmm. um that whole thing just the whole thing combined has been great um women's wrestling some of my favorites from this year serena deeb abaddon Becky Willow Lynch. Nightingale. She uh, she's on the list. Thunder Rosa, Ali Catch, Willow Nightingale. Um, Warrior Wrestling has been having some great women's matches, um and just in general, the wrestles, as our the father of this podcast would say, the wrestles. There's been so much high flying, ass kicking, fucking action, and you can get it from. <laughs> so many different well <coughs> Ospreay last year last, you should have heard last episode I was all about was last episode shit um yeah he's amazing yeah the fact that and the fact that we're getting wrestling matches with proper fucking finishes man that's such a big deal to me like whether I agree with the finish or not or whether I agree with who wins or not at the the days of multiple disqualifications in a single fucking episode of any show are over and I'm so glad. Um, what I'm not enjoying in wrestling and which I will never enjoy is the absolute feral nature of these fucking internet fans constantly (laughs) arguing with themselves into infinity for no reason. Yes. It's like, it's literally my least favorite thing about wrestling. And you would think that going online, because one of the first things I like to do is when I see something I enjoy is I go on Twitter and I go online Mm because I want like, I want to see what Maddie says. I want to see what Nick is saying. I want, want like, that that common enjoyment. And then it's just, bro, so many fucking marks talking about, oh, they should have booked and kayfabe (laughs) and face and heel. And they just love using the buzzwords, like, if they actually wrestled or something. And it's just, like, it's so toxic, yo. It's, like, that's, like, probably... My least favorite thing ever is, like, wrestling fandom in general. It's not all bad. I'm not going to sit here and say it's all bad because we do have some great people that we've met. But, bro, for the Mm -hmm. most part, some of these people are shit in a bag.
1: (laughs) To add to that when like I said, uh, Lou, you liked the tweet. So, um, like, there's a difference. I think I kind of alluded to it last episode, right? When you meet people, you know if you can, like, you can mess with them, right? And you kind of, when you mess on, you respect their opinion more. Like, thus, there's us in our group chat, things we like that we like that we don't like. And it's like, I don't sit here and ever get bothered. Sometimes I'm like, ah, eh, well, maybe. But I'm one big for opinions. But I'll admit, when I go on the wrestling and trash Twitter, usually it's just to promote our episode. I never really go scrolling for a while. And Sunday night, I couldn't really sleep. So I was like, man, like, let me see, like, what Rob followed on there. Because to be honest, besides our newer people, Rob, that's all been whoever Rob added. And, dude, like I was scrolling for I think about ten minutes. It was just negative. This, well, that wasn't Punk's return, or that wasn't this guy's return, or this girl's return, or this or this and this. That's why I tweeted, like, God damn, man, like be supportive of each other. Like, just because you don't like something, like you don't have to bash the person that doesn't. You know what I mean? That doesn't like it. You know, it's fine to throw your opinion. Like, cool. You don't even have to be nice about it. Like, you can be like, whatever return was I. Cool, but you don't have to be like, "Well, Punk's return was better, and it's because my bio says I'm all elite." Punk's (laughs) return, I'm all WWE. Like, you know what I mean? Like, people were arguing over a better return. Like, bro, you had this dude who went away for a year and a half. Prior to that, lost one of his best friends, and now is back with a new opportunity. Then you have the guy Punk, who goes away for seven years, comes back. Like, goddamn, don't just be happy for the wrestling people, or sometimes the performers.
2: Well, do you understand why I say fuck Twitter? And I think as long yeah. as we've start, we started to do this podcast more and more and more, y'all have expressed more and more and more why mm-hmm. the fuck I say what I say when I say it. But that's but almost I like
0: but the thing with Twitter, it's like it's almost like a digital car crash. Like you, you, you. you I you go on. See there, it. It's like yeah. it's, it's to the point where like I gotta go on there and kind of like I used to argue with people on there. I don't fucking argue with nobody no more. I just read shit. Bro, you know how many drafts... You know how many tweets are in my drafts? One day I'm going to record a... <laughs> I was going to you're going to one day and
4: send that. I'm going
0: to do a screen record of my fucking drafts because I type <laughs> up
4: shit and I'm like, what
0: the fuck am I doing? And I exit out and it saves. Yeah, why? Why, why get it's it's like, Why am know? I even arguing with these people, bro? Why? I just exit out and it saves it. So I'm like, all these fucking drafts. So it's like, one day I'm going to publish that. But... um. You know, this kind of leads into our, our next topic,
2: which is... do you Not at all, because I, I, I let y'all rock. I just oh, didn't. Dan didn't yeah, rock. I oh, I got to, go. Go. I was I was here. Got to say my I wasn't
0: here. That's my bad. I thought we were all
2: wrapped up. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't rock at all. I just helped us back into you, the conversation. You want to
1: go, Dan, or do you want me to go?
2: Or what? You went already. No, I just
1: agree with his negative. I didn't oh, say my
2: My bad. I thought, I thought you went. I thought you went. We are all over the
1: place. So, conveniently, my negatives are like the backstage drama shit in both major companies, right? Not just AEW, both. And then the fans. Um, so, I'm not going to dive into that more. Uh, positive, though, I'd say the returns are honestly really friggin' dope. And the new just regime and thrive of competition. And what I mean by that is, I think I might have kind of said even last week in ways. Tony Khan's a very competitive dude, and that's what I like about him because I'm a competitive person, right? And so he's always been competitive, but now he knows with, you know, someone who is in a coherent state of mind is in charge. He's like, oh, now I really got to get on my game. So he's like, I got to – you can tell there's that internal battle of, well, we're watching each other, and we got to see – and I like that as a fan and as just like a competitor. I love seeing – what you got to do what you got to do what you got to do like i'm totally expecting dynamite to be dope tomorrow cuz it's the first one in canada and after the wyatt return right not even the show say the show never happened just say his return in general and the the 25th whatever and like you know he's going to come out swinging cuz it's competition did and that's what i like about it like that's what i like seeing that and then you know just seeing like I kind of said last, like uh, yesterday, I think it was kind of answering Dan's question with these returns, like guess some too much, which I agree. And I said in the thing, right? But I'm happy to see these performers, wherever they go, whatever company, get that second shot. Because a lot of them mm-hmm. that got that initial cut from WWE never got a fair shot. So I love seeing like the House of Black be a thing. I love seeing, you know, even though he's, and eh, so far, I love seeing maybe Carrying Cross get that potential NXT like push, which is the character I like, or or maybe even the Good Brothers who came back last night. You know what I mean? Seeing that, or even even going deeper with seeing how the part timers that come back, where they come in in both or now in AEW like Mox, like really, I think he's gonna have a solid friggin' run here. Seeing when he goes, so just the all of that, all of that is just pretty much like my positive, just
2: everything. My positive is the return of this show to its regular state, you know, because when I first, obviously i met B-Rob now, fuck, I don't remember how many years ago now, but it's been a minute. And talking to him, mentioned I did wrestling, then he invited me here, and it was a very, like, sporadic show when you first started it. It would be week, couple weeks, couple weeks, month, 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 then fall off. Then it became every pay-per-view there was a show. Then it became, all right, let's spark this up again. And then he dipped, but gave it to Nick, who was the co-founder of this. You know what I'm saying? And of course, you brought in two people who are podcasting. One, Mr. Consistent and Lou, who has made this consistent. Oh, I know you... I was about no, to say, I, wasn't I know gonna, you're not calling me Mr. Consistent because ain't No, no. Sort of no I, <laughs> I said, yeah. That's why I pointed and said me. I am Mr. the worst. I didn't want to dis and say Mr. Inconsistent because in all reality, we made this your consistency in podcasting. And right. it's been dope to get back to doing this Every week or every other week, if some shit may go down. And I personally believe we are better podcasters than most out there, even better than some of the newer shows and stuff that are out there. You know, I, I don't find competition in this. I never find competition in podcasting anyway, but especially in the wrestling space, I don't find competition in this because we all can have a voice. And for us, we have fair voices. We have fair voices, which is where my negative rolls back to the tribalism talk that we had when we got to our kind of third episode, I think, of uh, consistency.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: And the tribalism part is a part of the issue that I just kind of raised, as Nick briefly mentioned before. I asked, and I'm going to just ask you, Maddie. I asked if this is a fair question to the wrestling world now. So now that Triple H, and again, we know you're not the WWE girl, but Mm -hmm. you know what's going on.
4: Mm -hmm. Triple
2: H is running the creative end. His wife and Nick Khan are running the business. Right. But with Triple H on the creative end, bringing back all this old talent, and it's been almost a new reveal every week. Is it not fair to now start asking WWE the same way that they talk shit about AEW? Well, when are you going to start saying that they're adding too many people to their roster? When are you going to start saying that their roster is getting bloated? You know,
3: Mm -hmm. now is that a fair question or not? Very fair question. It's a very fair question.
2: So I haven't really hopped on that just yet because I wanted to officially get it out here. So right. but and,
4: oh sorry
2: I I wanted to ask that to just get that out here uh because part of my issue within the fan aspect of this thing is keep that same fucking energy. Yeah keep the same energy you know what I'm saying because the fan and I I hate I, I hate having to point the sides, but in this case I unfortunately have to. The, WWE, the the wrestling fan that always loved WWE but became very critical of AEW, they pitched the biggest fit. They cried the most tears when they worked with New Japan, when they brought in Mance Warner, and all these names that you didn't know. Tony Khan did a bad job in describing to me and telling me, force-feeding to me, who these people are. Soon as WWE put up a QR code, you became fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson and knew all about the fucking cosmos. You sat back and told fans, nah, Pluto used to be a planet, but I'm with science now, and science said Pluto ain't a planet no more. That's because right. Because I scientifically broke down that Bray Wyatt is coming back by all these QR codes. Right. Yeah. And I think and I think
0: you guys you, you guys both brought up the Good Brothers That's a perfect fucking example right, right. there When the Good Brothers went to AEW All these WWE guys are like Ah, they fucking suck, those guys are washed Who yeah. gives a fuck about the Good Brothers Those guys are garbage Then they go to New Japan and they're like Ah, who gives a shit ah, They're gonna go to New Japan because mm-hmm. they fooled in AEW Now they
4: come oh, back in WWE yep. And everybody's like Ah, the Good Brothers why are it. back That's why I Oh said my said god, it. they're it's back The only,
1: (laughs) yeah, Dan, I know you're a busted open guy, so you might know who I'm speaking of. But uh, after the uh, like Raw, AEW, and SmackDown, whether I watch Raw or not, I watch the Wrestling Inc podcast. And Justin Labar, who's on Busted Open, said, I know he is, yeah. The only difference, and because he mentioned that they briefly mentioned the whole thing, pretty much what we're saying, right, is that WWE, since they've taken over Triple H. There hasn't really been repeat matches, right? Which with Vince, it was the same people for seven, eight months on Raw and pay-per-view. It was sickening. So you got to think, when you're not doing repeats as much, because as we know, anywhere repeats are going to happen. They have five hours of network TV. That's right. Verse three. That's right. so i guess because i was thinking just like that too right because i said that yesterday you know like some didn't get the right shot but why are you bringing guys back like dexter loomis why even the good brothers like because that's aj's boys you know what i mean oh. but it's like so that's the only thing so until we start getting these unnecessary repeats and then i i'll give the benefit of the doubt, but i can easily see it going that way soon and there's nothing wrong with thinking that way either
2: Keep no right in. but I and, and I didn't want to hang there too long but I did had to I had to go there because I'll be the one that plays fair guess what Triple H has only been in control for a few months now so everything the new shiny toy is feeling fresh and new right now just like how AEW felt fresh and new when it came out but the difference was was you, need, you you utilize the top name In Chris Jericho To get the belt over To get everything over While the other people got to work Yeah But as a company You want to bring in more stars That are going to bring in more money Absolutely That's why shout outs To the light-skinned guy Jen Friend of the show Former guest Two-time guest In three weeks He said it best on his TikTok You want to go book a show? WWE 2K has the uh, GM mode Yeah, yeah. So I go booking a show on that And he is totally fucking right The last part, yeah. just to move off of that Is all these sources Say people who got their Source information from The quote unquote dirt sheets Who got their information from Another source, aka The telephone game has been played And you, sir And madam did not break no breaking news. You broke the news off of somebody else's broken news. You're just repeating the cipher and repeating the cycle. Which is okay when you put your own opinion towards what you think about the news. But don't come out like you're breaking the news when the news has already been broken. Please cut <laughs> your head. It's <laughs> hard to get animated, but this is a daily this is daily operations on my timelines that I see. I'm not on the Twitter space to see beef. And I don't have beef with these people because you know what? They're content creators just like myself. And if that's what you're doing to get yourself over, have at it. But stop acting like you were the source when your source is a source. Right. right. Or a source that's of a source. It- you're yeah, the source of a source of a source, source, source over here and shit with this, but now nah. it's like
4: in middle school,
2: it's
1: like in middle school, John punched Matt in the face. Next thing you know, John kicked Matt so hard in the ass that his foot literally went in his
2: asshole and came out
1: right. Of his
4: face. Yeah. And, Matt,
2: and, Matt, and Matt kicked John because John punched him in the ding ding. <laughs> and it's the telephone game, and the, the story is yes. drug out and drug out and drug out. More and more and more and more yeah. when it's just like, yo, yeah. all right, cool, y'all hate Meltzer, fine, but guess who's giving you your information? Breaking news, it's
4: Dave <laughs> Meltzer.
0: <laughs> I love those, I love that's my favorite thing in the world is to see someone tweet and then they go, uh, the good brothers reportedly are coming back to Raw tonight, as reported by Wrestling Observer. I'm like, bro, so what's the point of you? <laughs> yeah, you're
4: basically reporting what this
0: guy
2: said, like, makes no sense, bro. What's this? Your Right, just do, good, do it. just do the good deed and just share the yeah. person's retweet, the, retweet instead of shit. putting it on you like, hey, look what I did. No, you didn't do it. <laughs> you're, just <laughs> sharing, you're just sharing famous person's information instead of sharing a person that's not famous and letting them go up yeah. But it. It is what it is. That That's just my only downs of the year. It's us doing our thing and then just fans. And that kind of
0: and that kind of pushes us right into the next question, which is: Do you feel like the so-called internet wrestling community? And I say so-called because it's not a community; it's just almost a wasteland. But do you think that the IWC matters or correlates to the actual televised product? Absolutely not. For, <clears throat> for me, I don't. I don't think so. I think it's minimal. Um, and the example that I'll use is the Scrum, the media Scrum. So. Mm-hmm. Again, I went to the theater to watch this pay-per-view. And as I was driving home, I was listening to a recap of the of the show. And I started hearing in the chat, people were like, yo, this scrum is happening. This shit is crazy. CM Punk's going off. And I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't even know it was happening. So then I started listening to the media scrum. And then we all know what happened there. I don't need to recap it, but we all know what happened during that thing. So the entire week leading up to that dynamite was Every the Twitter was on fucking fire. You tell the entire me. week. And <laughs> we were we were is. all the three of us were retweeting and tweeting, like we were tweeting our asses off that week. Everybody God, was right. going crazy. People were saying, Yo, this week's dynamite, holy shit, what's gonna happen? What's Tony gonna do? He's got this announcement. Holy shit, the rating is gonna be fucking through the roof. Look at this. And I had an anticipation in me for that dynamite that I haven't felt in a long time. Like, I was like, I was sitting here Wednesday like, like <laughs> a bro. I was like, Y'all got okay any more of that? Dynamite, God. I was trying to get everybody to watch fucking Dynamite. And, and we got the show. Whatever happened on the show happened. The next day the rating came out, it was literally 55,000 more viewers than the week before.
3: That's
0: it. So it's like, all that, tweeting and all that energy and all that shit we went through that whole week. It it doesn't fucking matter. And when you talk to some of the people who were in that audience, they were confused as fuck. They didn't know what was going on. They were like, "Uh, where's the Young Bucks? Where's CM Punk? This dude literally just came out and said, yeah, we're vacating the title and we're going to have a, a tournament. We're gonna have a tournament for the the belt coming up, and he did his look. lines and whatever, and it was like people in the audience didn't even know what was happening.
4: So
2: <laughs> I'm happy y'all agree with me that he definitely does coke, and that's people. Oh, yeah. who, that's people who thought they were influencers and couldn't move the needle one bit.
4: Yep, and and so yeah. that's
2: why my answer my answer is no. Also, but and I, it's no. And I got to just, le- I'll just lean on your ex- explanation. So
0: we like, can why, are you, why are you pointing a gun all of a sudden? Where'd you get a gun? <laughs> oh, I don't
2: know
4: what's going on? Are we
3: getting violent?
4: Uh, do we have, have a problem? Problem. That's a problem? <laughs> the, the super underrated movie.
0: Anybody who realizes that, that anybody who got that, you get a prize. That movie's super really? underrated. Isn't
4: that, um, Wrestling um, is trash
2: cooking? But real quick, not the, the only way. But I will say this, though, and what I've paid attention to noticed, and then Maddie, you can go. Is. I will say with Triple H and the regime change, in some respects, he kind of has been playing fan service to the Internet community. Now, I don't want to give it full credit to that. But it's kind of like an easy puzzle piece that you can put together that it's like all the fans have been asking for this, that, 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 and that. And it's kind of been coming out. But again, we're still in the honeymoon phase of Triple H. And like the video I shared with y'all earlier, Triple H ain't perfect. So not at there's going be some flaws. And just be prepared when y'all are upset that your favorite is not on TV. Oh, but wait! My bad. Because it's WWE, it's okay.
0: Yeah, it's
1: okay. Swerve <laughs> gave uh, me on
2: Johnny vibes in that video. If I'm gonna keep it real, hater.
1: No, I love Swerve. I praise yeah, him hater. on the show all the time.
2: And he ain't with shit row no more. So that's a good. That's a plus. <laughs> but go ahead, Maddie.
3: Um, so you know the whole thing with the Scrum. You know Lou very well. The, the shit I went through with a post that I put.
4: We were violent. Um, it,
3: it was violent. I chose violence that morning, and it was it went viral. Uh, yeah. I, I spoke up against punk, so you know. Um, I'll say this: everyone on social media has an opinion, like an asshole. Everyone has it. one. That doesn't mean that they're good. <laughs> mm. Doesn't mean they're good opinions. And um, it should be sewn up. Exactly. You know, um, it sucks that you can go on social media and put something completely like bizarre and have to put, in my opinion, I am O, because if not, people are going to be like treating things as facts, you know, sending death threats and all kinds of bullshit. And you're like, motherfucker, clearly, you know, this was meant as satire. You know what I mean? Like, yep. so that being said... Because that part of Twitter, I just uh, don't fucking get. Um, There have been times where, at least for AEW, I have seen the fans actually influence somebody being brought to the show. For example, Mm Warhorse.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay,
3: Okay. that's just one example of many. Um, People start tweeting at it, tweeting about it. Oh, it's at Tony Khan. Like, this dude is amazing. Posting, you know, for weeks. And then all of a sudden, who shows up? Warhorse. So yes, I do think that they that social media does have some influence, but I believe that um, if the company is smart, they'll pick and choose what they allow to influence them, and not just run with every single thing. Because as you saw, Warhorse fell flat; like it just did not go anywhere. Nobody mm-hmm. liked it, and whatever. I appreciate AW listening to the fans, but some fans have stupid ass opinions, yes. and so. <laughs>
2: Just like Nick, Nick, the fans didn't ask for Luigi Primo. Right. Wow.
1: <laughs> and uh no, so you know what? I'm gonna say no, but I'm also gonna say yes. Because both cons, Nick and Tony. So Nick Khan said in an interview last year that he has a secret Twitter that he checks to see what the fans say. Right now, granted, there's a new guy in charge, Vince. We all know it's stuck in his way. So Triple H as Dan said is catering to the fans. Tony Khan was on record last week saying he wants, he's striving to win Dave Melzer's Best Booker of the Year award.
3: He did say that. Tell,
1: tell me you don't listen to the fans, but I'll tell me you don't listen to the fans online, right? Right. Do so, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay. no offense, I kind of found that, like, dorky. And I like Tony Khan. Very on the record. I'll always criticize him just because, I don't know, because he's a short white dude, and I'm like, man, I'll be jacked <laughs> Um when uh, <laughs> you do coke. but. uh <laughs> and uh, Definitely Adderall think. or something. Yeah, yeah I, don't, for sure. I, I don't fuck with that. But no, my thing is like, damn, dog, you striving for a Dave Meltzer award. <laughs> Bro, like, you definitely listen to it. And that's a good thing, though, to listen to fans. I don't think it's a bad thing. But I think what we fail to forget is, right, is, so, like, ratings. So we'll use AEW as a comparison because if you watch AEW, you most likely probably watch WWE, right? Because it's just I feel it's hand in hand. The hardcore WWE world. I don't know, bro. I don't know anymore. Uh, I used to, I used to feel bro, like that, but, but I really, I don't know. You gotta think. Dynamite gets about an a mil a week, about a mil. A million of those fans aren't on Twitter. So, like you were saying, they're not. There are, there are. I bet you, out of a million viewers who watch Dynamite. 300,000 are just your average fan who watch Dynamite every week and show up to the show like Lou said and was like, oh, what the fuck happened to CM Punk?
4: My sister's one of those. We are
1: in it. It doesn't mean everyone else is in it. So you're telling me the 2 million people who watch SmackDown, all 2 million people of those are in the IWC? Not even close. Not even close to that. And you can see it. That's why I'm saying that. That's why I'm saying like with Dynamite, like – it's the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, not all a million of them are on it. Because I know, like, my dad sometimes will watch Dynamite. My dad is not on social media and yeah, he's not meeting Dave Meltzer asking shit. Like, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. And that's what it is.
2: And that's... So that's why Maybe. I don't... I think they listen, but I think they don't at the same time. And Something your dad me. is the voice and the, the, the viewer that they're trying to reach. Yeah. Because yeah. they know it's like a they know they have the internet in their hands. Yeah. And I'm one who's on the internet, but I'm not doing the retweet and I'm not doing the constant posting of the daily happenings because everybody else does it. Right. So I sit back and I'll scroll through and I'll look and I'll look and I'll look. But again, because the way my cable package is set up, I can't watch most of the show's Way it's set up, I I have to go backwards to watch, Mm -hmm. and I think examples of them listening
1: to the fans are two they ran back Sheamus and Gunther and they ran back the acclaimed and uh and our glory. Yeah, but I think, but I think that's attributed to the fans in the building, like the reaction that got in in the the building, building, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. too.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. so much about it. If you
1: remember, swerve our boy, swerve wasn't. Our man swerve. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Uh, my man swerve was not happy during that media scrum, whether he's playing character or not did a great job convinced me that I thought he personally wasn't happy with that, which I think he's going to go on a great heel run. Definitely. But um, Waiting for that. Yeah, yeah, definitely going on a great heel.
0: Run. But so perfect, perfect example of like, where, where you, where where you see where there's fans who love one product and not the other. So rampage this week was live, so there was no spoilers for rampage.
4: Yeah, thank God.
0: Um, SmackDown got two point two million viewers this week. Okay, rampage got four hundred thousand viewers this week. So you would find you would think no battle of the belts had they lost hundred thousand viewers for battle of the belts.
4: It's the battle
0: of the belts. Battle of the belts was three hundred and seventeen thousand. Okay. That
3: part.
2: Say
0: say you that again up. to the people in it's the back. The
3: time. It's the time. You know, awesome. you've doing these that's, shows at 10 p.m. It's not that's work. true,
0: but I watched, I stayed up and I watched, you know what I'm saying? I what i like I don't think there's I, I really do think there's a big divide of like people who watch this but not that. I think it's a very big divide. I didn't realize how big there, it was, but I think it is, man. It's there
2: is. There very, there very much so is a divide. And like I say, on a daily basis, I see this on TikTok. Because there are people who only, and I mean only, post WWE. While the other side gives you a mixture of everything. Will still be more partial to WWE, but will are not afraid to discuss everything. But there's a great majority that just... It's they are WWE and that's that. But And and I only point them out because that's what it is. And I've called it out on this show many times. Just to keep it honest, it's because of the age ranges. And when the product was introduced to them. Many of these people are mid-20s to early 30s when the WWE for almost 20 years was the only thing smoking on TV. And Mm. again... Impact TNA, it either sucked or it was hard to find on television because it went from network to network to network that not everybody was able to access. And
0: name change after name change after name change. Yeah. The either. Ring
2: of, Ring of Honor. I believe it did eventually come on TV, but it went if it was on TV morning.
4: Yeah,
2: that's what I was gonna mention the same way that the original ECW used to be on TV. Yeah. You had to stay up past midnight. And your ratings are going to suffer past a certain time because we're adults who do work on weekends. Well, there's also there's two flaws with it. Because even if you
1: move them to nine, Rampage is what? I'd say every couple months they do a live one. Usually when they – I know whenever they do the uh, the four pay-per-views, they always do it. And then the random ones, right? Even if it was not live from nine to ten, I still don't think the rings would be better. That's I think what kills them more is the fact that it's a tape show. Because as Dan says, and we all do, we live in mic. We live in the microwave. Yeah, it's. Terrible. I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. If I see rampage spoilers, I'm going to click it. There's only that like multiple, there's only the only times I don't click spoilers is for like pay per views. But even like when they go overseas for WWE and they post their spoilers, cause I don't, I'll click it. I don't give a shit. You I know
4: what I mean? I think, mad,
0: I think Maddie it's is good. probably one of the only people I know that will not click on those rampage spoilers. She will just watch you. that shit and enjoy you it. Know
3: what? What? To the people who have added me at Top Rope Squishy with a rampage spoiler, fuck you.
4: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Let them know. Why do
3: you do that? I can say that.
2: And Nick, you take my approach on it because y'all know how I always say it. You can spoil the hell out of me. It doesn't matter. I still have to watch it to see it for myself, mm-hmm. plain and simple. And so it, like that's, that's another downfall to where, yeah, the Internet community can mess things up because everybody wants to play firsties. Everybody wants to be the first comment. Everybody wants to be the first source to say what happened on the show because they were fortunate enough to attend live. Bro, and- there's
0: people There's people now that tweet literally before an angle's over. They're tweeting, Bray Wyatt made his appearance on Monday Night Raw while the angle's still fucking going live on TV. They're already fucking trying to tweet it out. It's like, bro,
1: fucking really, dude? Yeah. Motherfuckers go live on TikTok watching wrestling in the crowd. I find that insane. I see, what? like, I, I did, like I said, I did it last night. When I'm at a wrestling show, the last one I went to was Double or Nothing. The only thing I did is because it's because it's for the boys. At the end of every match, check the phone. I was like, oh, let me see what they thought, because there's a big difference watching live and in yes. person, you know what I mean, yes. like the Anarchy in the Arena match. And I said it last week on what easily top three best things that i've ever seen live i was like yo i gotta know what they thought of that like you know what i mean because when i'm there i'm talking to the people around me or i'm recording like a video to go back and watch one day you mm-hmm. know what i mean you know like that and that sometimes i even find that bad that i do that but the last thing i'm gonna do is sit there for three hours nick Hey guys. Yeah,
4: this
1: is me watching Raw or watching whatever. Like, no, no what you, the fuck you're are you gonna your pay? Phone? You're gonna
0: pay all that money to go to a show and to be talking like to this. your fucking phone. That'll
2: make yeah. no sense. That's, that's just that's like that's like the old head that goes to a baseball game with a radio and listens to the radio on the you game. Fucking- Game Fucking on the rerun,
0: rerun going to a goddamn <laughs>
2: recording, taking it to the streets and shit with a
0: goddamn big-ass tape recorder. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Put a... Put
4: put a,
2: a, put a, put a <laughs> Do it if that for the mom, one was right? for the old people. Do it and if if for
1: other the moms. people. You see people... Well, I don't mind this one sometimes, even though it's still kind of dumb. They go live watching wrestling like from their home. You know, no. like sometimes... But I don't mind that sometimes because, like I said, so being on the I West Coast, all, being in Cali, I have the fire stick. So that's how I watch, like, Raw. And then I have the TBS app and the Fox app, which you can watch. these. But when those streams suck, especially if it's a good match I want to see. Like uh, like when I watched Wardlow and uh, Brian Caves last week, I had to watch that on TikTok. Yeah, it was good because I was like, yo, like I'm not missing this. Like, you know what I mean? Other times I'll let it buffer and all that bullshit. But if it's something I want to see, I'm like, I know someone's at home streaming this live and it's always right.
2: (laughs) And it helps a person
1: like me who might not. I don't have TBS. Yeah, because it's crazy. You know what it is? It's like, have you ever seen that meme? Sorry to go off topic here where it's like, God damn it. I won't watch a three and a half hour movie, but I'll watch six 30 minute episodes in a row. That's how I feel like I couldn't sit here and watch Dynamite on my phone for two hours, but I could scroll doing
2: other bullshit for two hours. That's <laughs> yeah. that's That specifically speaks to me because I will go down a rabbit hole of watching scam baiter videos on YouTube, but let me sit there and pay full attention to a movie. I don't want to do it. Yeah. I want to be able to get up.
4: Yeah, yeah it's, it's, become, it's
0: become to the point with me where like I got to really be in a mood watch a movie now like i like i'm doing so i'm going to see halloween ends on thursday in the theater Mm -hmm. so last night i watched the original halloween after we do this tonight i'm gonna watch halloween 2019 then tomorrow i'll watch halloween kills and then i'll go to the theater and watch the last one so i'm like actually generally excited about watching it again but For the most part, it's, I got to really fucking be in a mood now to watch a flick, unless it's like a Marvel movie or something. And I'm shit. Bro, it's, I don't know if it was
1: COVID and yeah. I don't know if it was COVID, but man, I love going to the movies now again. We go all the time.
0: I yeah, I
4: it's because it's to mind. the point
0: it's to the point where I just I I go by myself and yeah. you know again I'm single I'm not seeing anybody. I'll go in the afternoon to go see a movie. Like I saw um yeah it's Maddie's like fuck out of here COVID. Uh, Not nah,
3: twice I, this year. I'm good.
0: Yeah, I just love it. I love that. Like I could, like I
3: could sit here and watch
0: Halloween ends on Peacock. It's gonna be on Peacock the same day as theaters. Like I'm, I am I already have it, but like I want to sit in that fucking Rumble chair and watch that big ass screen with them big ass speakers. Like I I just I gotta do it. No. And listen,
2: I'm, the only the only way I want to pay to sleep is in a hotel room. And unless it's, unless it's a movie that I really, really want to see something generally like big blockbuster Marvel related, I'll keep my ass home. Give me a good documentary, but and I'll be up all day. Well, what's the next topic? Well, honestly, for us, the next topic would be we kind of touched on it
0: already. But what is your what are your thoughts on the last three months of AWTV and WWE TV? Um, it's been pretty chaotic, for the most part, for both companies. Really, um, drama with employees, infighting, reported unhappiness with talent roster. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Even with all that happening, um, I'm always my excitement level for Dynamite specifically is always so high
4: mm-hmm,
0: because mm-hmm. of the fucking wrestling that I'm getting on that show. It's always we were talking about earlier how. Um, WWE has done a better job of not having repeat matches. But, bro, I, I listen, whether it's Osprey showing up to have a match or Jay White showing up or Mans Warner or, you know, the Forbidden Door matches or even just watching Death Triangle wrestle anybody,
3: yes, like yeah, watching yeah. the Bucks
0: wrestle anybody, the House of Black, who I miss the House of Black. Terribly.
3: We'll be back because they have no choice. Yep. <laughs> T- T- Tony Khan was like, fuck y'all. Yeah. I ain't releasing nobody. No. Be the fucking boss. Put your fucking foot down. You know and that's, that's what WWE would do. They would not just groom. Yeah.
1: Like, hey, we have a saying. I don't know if it's just the Marine Corps one, but I know groom where you're goddamn planted. If you you knew what you were getting into when you signed that contract for over many years, you're not happy. Do something about it.
3: Exactly. Exactly.
1: You Get yourself over. You were so happy. As Brock Lesnar said, and any other person, like a Moxley could say, or an MJF, do something to put asses in seats and you'll be fine.
2: But that's where I appreciate where TV has gone. Um, And I'm not going to speak much into it with uh, AEW because... AEW kind of historically, within its three years of historical, has allowed the freedom of the wrestlers to be able to get themselves over, hence the acclaimed. As I mentioned in the the, the, um, the YouTube thread of the UWO podcast yesterday, talking specifically about the acclaimed, Max Caster's raps, <coughs> excuse me, Max, Max Caster's raps, got them over the scissor put them over because yes. of the freedom they had to go out there and get over yep. old school WWF to, to early WWE. Mm-hmm. There was still some leeway to go out there and get yourself over. John the Cena transition, <laughs> the transition that right. we we, now this is the good thing about WWE as far as, We can see a night and day difference because we had Vince for half this year and half this year, no matter how hard Austin Theory tried, they had to try to get him over. He couldn't get over on his own. They had to try to get him over by way of giving let make sure he won the money in the bank to see if that was going to work. Still, it hasn't. And still many fans don't ain't rocking with it. But now with the regime change, you're starting to see within their movements and within the way they come out, you're starting to see the expressions of a little bit more freedom on the way to where these wrestlers will be able to go out there and get themselves over. So that's my appreciation towards television.
1: Yeah, um, I'll go quick. Uh, I like them both. You know, you guys know me, man. I'm sometimes worse. It, it takes a lot for me to really point out something super negative with Because I just fucking love wrestling, man. But uh, I think they've both been good. Like I said, they both have been having good storylines, great characters, great matches. And, you know, And uh one thing I appreciate about the AEW madness is it's so mad back there. But to quote Sheamus, banger after banger. You know, I'm not going to keep going. We've been on that ramp for like three yeah. weeks now. I feel the past three
4: shows saying bang. happening though, that's why. Yeah. It's <laughs> so just the I come back.
1: appreciate the one thing I want when it comes to TV is I want, because obviously for the time being, I, I just want AEW to drop the drama. And I want both just competitive things like how it was in the Monday. In the, both two happy grinding companies going up. You know, yeah. that's what I want. I want no backstage drama with both, which I feel in twenty twenty two is very hard. But I would love to see that—just both companies fucking thriving.
3: Agreed. Agreed. You know? Yeah, man. I mean,
0: aw, aw. Honestly, they—they they, and they're doing a great job. They're building up the product. They're—they've hit mm-hmm. a million for like the past four or five weeks, I think. Without they it, the they it,
3: or CM they, Punk there.
0: Yep. Yeah, without Punk, without the Elite and they hit they didn't hit a million I think 2 weeks ago. That was literally because of the hurricane cuz when you yes. look at the ratings,
4: yeah. The, the really first
0: n- the first nine things above Dynamite was all hurricane related. Weather Channel, this channel, yeah. it was all hurricane. So yeah. if not for that, they would have been a million consecutive. So yeah. they're doing a great job, you know. It's just yeah. the one thing I wish Tony would like just stop placating to the internet and kind of go a little more mainstream with his shit. Like get his people on more things. Like yeah, Bobby Lashley was just on good morning America. I know that probably he, you're going to have a hard time getting a W people on there because WWE is going to be like, yo, we don't want, you know, you only deal with us, yeah. but there's, there's plenty of talk one. shows. Yeah, there's plenty of a a radio. Of there's plenty of shows that you could get your people on. Start getting them out there, bro. Get these personalities out there, like Keith
4: Lee,
1: like like Swerve. You made- get them on platforms. Yeah, yeah. come on. Wrestling up. is trash.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah. You come made up. you made the show about Cody Rhodes. Rhodes to the top. So you clearly have the ability. Yeah. To, do it. to make a show, it's a, it, it happened. Okay. Like it happened. Get them, yeah. get them out there. Because they like I We've do. said it before. They have some definitely people that can make it. Like Jade, Jade Spitting. She could easily go out there and
4: make it somewhere.
3: Uh, she, MJF.
4: She, she needs, she to, be everything. Everything. Yeah, needs to be on everything. That's the that happened in
3: the last three months with AEW. Um, MJF's return has been amazing. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I was I was so happy for Punk to be back, but I'm so
1: happy that they're still thriving even better without him because that dude, it's crazy because I'm a huge fan of Insane, but we've said it here before. He puts way too much stock in his goddamn name. I honestly think CM Punk is gonna be back.
3: I think so. Well, think, no, did you hear what Tony said on his interview? Everyone's coming back. He didn't say nobody's.
1: Yeah, no, I'm really. telling you. Especially if you like Tony Khan, yeah. listen to that interview he just did with our I always fuck up his name, Ariel. I, and, yeah, I. But I listened Ariel I didn't. I didn't listen, I didn't listen yeah. to the whole thing, but I did listen to some of it. And I didn't. I listened to some. I've gotten major, but there's some part in there where he's saying Punk's doing more than just performing. Well, yeah. I okay, so I was tagged in a post
0: on Twitter from some random dude like tagged me and Maddie and all these other wrestling personalities trying to find out something. So I was the only dumbass. I was like, Well, I got time and I went and watched the interview and found <laughs> it and <laughs> clipped I clipped the interview for him. So what happened is Tony was asked about how the, the, the writing process and how the, the match process goes, and he goes, Yeah, you know, I get ideas from people and You know, sometimes I'll get ideas from people who don't have office jobs, you know, like, I don't know, this wrestler or that wrestler. And Uh, then sometimes I'll I'll get ideas from people who do have office jobs, you know, like Kenny and the Young Bucks. And then he pauses and then he goes, like CM Punk. So basically what he was saying was like, oh, shit, like nobody really knew that. And he just kind of put that out there. It's like, oh, shit, CM Punk has like a... CF like he has an elite position like he's got one of those positions and nobody really knew that but so he, he's he's, he's on the board so you know what I'm saying he's, he's one of them. but I honestly think he's gonna come back as a yeah. monster fucking heel yep like he's gonna long, come back so as a man, monster man. heel he's a great heel
2: and with monster, heel. monster
0: monster monster fucking heel he has to come back that way because any other way it's gonna happen
4: it's gonna happen it's gonna happen Maddie
2: I was going to give it to you next, but it would only make sense money wise for them to bring it back because I'm sure that they can work like professionals in the ring. Yeah, I mean, look. they have the ultimate professional, Kenny Omega, within that mix. And Mission. so they can come back and that will make them tons of money. But the other and last aspect that I wanted to add before I, I knew I had, Maddie was going to pass on this question was the accessibility of everything. Now, again, I mentioned, I mentioned how I don't have TBS, I don't have USA, so I don't watch Raw, I can't watch Dynamite. But the accessibility to more wrestling than just what's on TV is what's great about, quote-unquote, television right now. Because I can put YouTube on my TV, and though NWA is now dead to me because of they controlled their narrative, it's right there on YouTube to watch. I want to go watch MLW. It's right there on YouTube to watch. The one company that I've been bigging up because of the wrestling regret is we're Wrestling with Regret channel is Pal Pro Wrestling, some shit that nobody ever heard of. It's an indie that's local to the Pacific Northwest. I can watch that. I can go on there and watch whatever kind of wrestling I want. GCW, whatever. Impact. If I wanted to be a part of their club, they have the they have their um their Impact Plus Club via YouTube. Like yep. the accessibility to wrestling now is so vast that again, I'm not pointing fingers, but you can watch so much more. And <laughs> Maddie, Maddie yes. you express that now. You can talk because you express that by way of the all the independence that you tune into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no,
3: It's great because you also have like Fight TV and you have Title Match Network, which hosts Mission Pro Wrestling, which I think if we're talking about women's wrestling, it's one of my favorite, if not my favorite indie wrestling show, Um, who co-owned by my girl Thunder, who I absolutely love, who's been missing from TV for a long time. But, <laughs> but, you know, I think that the last three months have been specific- specifically for the big companies so crazy in two different different ways like WWE has gotten revamped and the last three months have been ridiculously good for them because everything like you said brand new it's all new we're in the honeymoon phase again so everything's beautiful in AEW we've been getting these banger matches up front and this drama that, like, as long as there's drama going on, the matches are going to be great. Like, it's so weird. <laughs> but... Keep fighting. Been, yeah, hate fighting. Like, I'm going to take it out in the ring, you know. But at the end of the day, it, you know, like I said earlier, it's been somewhat eclipsing the bangers. So I I agree with you, Nick. Like, it needs to... The, the drama needs to stay in the locker room. Like you, can, you Like, stop spreading it out. Yeah. Doors, have you,
1: have you been to an AEW show yet?
3: One, yeah, I went last year, um, to the Prudential Center one that was originally supposed to be the blood and guts match that kept getting pushed because you know, here in Jersey because of COVID. So I did go in September, it, it was great. Um, is it full know... gear in Jersey? Hmm, is full gear in Jersey? Or New York. Full Gear is in Jersey. Full Gear is in Jersey, and I was looking to go, but I'm not paying almost a thousand five hundred dollars for a shitty ass seat. No. Damn! So I'm not like lucky. My I, think I-, I
0: Hey, try it. Listen, the only bit of advice I can give you with that is wait until the week of the show. Try StubHub.
4: Yeah. We'll try see.
0: StubHub. Try StubHub because all the scalpers start. They start dropping all their tickets because the the show's about to hit. So they drop all their tickets on StubHub and they try to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. So you you end up getting a good deal. My homegirl went to a... I'll check. Stop to, not to segue, but she wanted to go see Florence and the Machine. Tickets were like fucking $2,000 on Ticketmaster. She waited till the week before, like four days before the show, she went on StubHub for 150 bucks. She was yep. sitting in a suite where it's unlimited food and drinks and you're sitting in a suite and you can watch the show. So yep. that, seems to be the, that seems to be the cheat code. So try it. Yes,
1: and, then, and then to okay. say that last year, I went to a Patriots game in LA. Of course, I'm all excited. to get to see my team, whatever. But I bought tickets like two months out. And my cousin was here the night before the game we looked. They were $175 cheaper. Because people wow. just play I'm telling you. I don't know how close you live driving to the arena. But fuck, I've known dudes who fucked around and bought Prudential? tickets at the event.
3: I'm an hour. I'm an hour from Prudential.
1: So yeah. good. Like, so I'm, I'm going, I'm going to Vegas in December, and the Packs are playing Sunday Night Football. I'm fully embracing buying my ticket the day of the game
4: because people like are desperate that, to yeah. sell. Yeah, it's well, <laughs> so just a strategy, like Lou said. Yeah.
0: But uh, so I guess everybody got that out of their system with the last three months of story. With all that being said, have you felt at any point in this year? that you felt like you needed to take a break from your wrestling fandom. Now I'm the type of person who does go through that. I go through that sometimes with gaming. I went through that with sports and I took two years off, almost two years off of my, the teams that have been in my lifeblood since I was a teen. Like I took two years off because I just couldn't deal with going three and fucking I couldn't do it. I couldn't deal with three wins anymore. I couldn't deal with the Knicks fucking winning 25 games. I just fucking was like, you know what? Fuck everything. And I stopped watching sports for two years. I came back to sports in the bubble. I fell in love with bubble basketball for some reason. And ever since then, I've been back. So I've been known to take breaks from things. That's why I thought it would be an interesting question to ask, because honestly, for me, I don't, I, 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 Wrestling has a very strange way of kind of sugging me back in. Like even if I don't watch Raw every week, I know what's going on. Mainly because I kind of keep tabs on it. I like talking about it. We're in group chats. We're on podcasts. So I kinda of like to stay on my toes and, and know what's going on. Cause I did I didn't watch Raw for a long time. Like I was like, all right, yeah, Raw's on, whatever. I don't care. I would after the show's over, I listen to a recap and just hear, you know, what happened, but I wouldn't watch. But to take time completely off, I don't think I could. Uh, Dynamite would have to really suck really, really bad for me to stop watching at this point. Just because they have so many personalities who I've grown to love that I just, I, I generally, again, I have a excitement when it's Wednesday.
3: Me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to be real quick. I came back from a break, a 10-year break. So, no, I do not need a break. I'm yeah. still catching up. And I am trying to get into a WWE show. I keep asking people every time I get a chance, which one do you recommend? Raw, yeah. SmackDown? I would one? watch
0: SmackDown. I would say SmackDown.
3: Cody's Quincy Elliott. Quincy Elliott.
0: Quincy Elliott. Oh, Quincy. Quincy Elliott. That's our boy. Is NXT
3: still something? Is that still running?
0: It's still on, but it's not honestly right now, they're in transition. I wouldn't buy I would watch SmackDown because okay. well Cody's on Raw, but Cody's hurt right now, so he's not on Yeah, anything. he has the
3: tricep thing.
0: But the thing is when you watch Smackdown, they give you a recap of everything that happens on Raw. So it's like you really won't miss anything.
4: Okay.
1: I would
0: watch SmackDown because it's a little more Same. entertaining.
1: Same. But that's yeah. that's my comment. Yeah, I don't think I could ever take a break, man. I love this shit too much. As aggravating as sometimes people can make it, and I man, I fucking love this shit. You know what I mean? Like, I, I go to the gym almost every day, and I half of my playlist is wrestlers' infancy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> you know,
4: I, was, I was working out today, yo. and
1: Wardlow's theme came on,
0: and hey, I yo, just, like, me, I'm on my machine. Let me, <laughs> let me tell you something. I don't have a lot of wrestlers. I, honestly, I don't have. I, may, I maybe have three wrestler themes in my playlist, oh, but me. when I'm in the gym and I'm working out and that fucking Jade Cargill theme comes on with that guitar, that long ass three yeah. minute guitar solo, that shit gets me hype, bro. That
1: fucking Nothing gets
3: me more shit. hype, than It's all about the boom.
1: <laughs>
3: uh, <yeah. laughs> when I hear yeah, that, I'm like yeah.
1: yeah, so no, my big ones are definitely uh, <laughs> friggin' Warglows is up there, Eddie's is up there, Roman's is up there. And I gotta, um, yeah, anyway, well, Eddie Kingston's oh,
0: theme yeah. yeah. makes me want to fucking go out and put a ski mask on and fucking rob a convenience. That's what I'm saying. Store. It gets me hyped, but I'm um, seeing,
4: yeah, I I could, like that shit. I, I can't listen to, that, my, shit. Can't to that. that shit. I can't be listening to I gotta to that. go find that shit. If you if you break, the
2: theme songs. I haven't, I haven't done it in a minute, Nick. But I was, I was a good once a week with Seth Rollins' theme song. Well, at least same. Seth Rollins and and Adam Cole's uh, uh, AEW wow. theme because. His his WWE one doesn't it doesn't hit the same as the
4: as the AEW one.
2: The Not AEW the one. Guys on the same.
4: boom and all
0: that, yeah. What the nah? Hold up, bro. you talking about Adam Cole?
2: Adam Cole, baby. The undisputed, the undisputed era theme, Nah, that undisputed era theme is nah. Fucking it's hard, the Adam Adam the Cole's Adam Cole's AEW one though just hits completely different from. From from the W his WWE not the undisputed I said his WWE I don't even remember what he, he, really he had for this he had one where it still went boom but it yeah just that's wasn't. the undisputed era
4: uh, nah, was his, that one yeah that's it undisputed didn't, it, didn't hit, era.
2: it doesn't hit the same as it so, doesn't hit the uh, same as it's all about the my, boom. my yeah. last uh, part
1: my last part pass it off to Dan is no when I need a break I just don't watch Raw it sounds it's a because sim- I usually don't watch Rampage because we like because, like I said, I'm on the thing, so by the time Rampage comes on here, it's seven. So, like, go out to eat or something like that, whatever. So, I usually don't watch Rampage, but if I need a break, it's usually raw. But one more theme that hits that I want to pass to Dan for his break is uh Samoa Joe's WWE theme hits. Oh, theme. that's the greatest theme ever. That sure, hits hard, I mean. yeah. especially like when you're going to take a drink from the water fountain, you're like, you feel like you're like, yeah, I'm a- <laughs>
2: yeah, that.
0: Now, now, when you want to compare that AEW theme to his his AEW theme is trash compared to that WWE theme. Agreed. That was hard to live up to, though. To be fair,
2: agreed. Hell but nah, yeah. yo, I like. Well, just on that note, actually, just yeah, I was in the gym yesterday. West Side Guns music does it for me in the gym that his music does it for me in the gym now. Like I tried to tried to run with MOP again, shit like that. It just, all that, that, that trying to go hard shit that it don't do it. Just some about the gangster, that real gangster Buffalo, New York shit has done it for me so far in the gym. Like I found something besides listening to him or Sean price or doom or something in the gym like that'll do it. But nah, as far as breaks, I'm like Maddie now, I took probably I took a way longer break than you did, because when like I mentioned, when WWE was the only thing smoking, I was like, Lou, where I paid attention. I knew who all the champs were. I knew what was going on. I wasn't watching because to me, the product of the WWE from 2000, what like when they went PG era. Was like, nah, that wasn't for me. That whole era wasn't for me. Um, until I the-, the whole CM Punk thing, I missed the whole CM Punk. Thing. I didn't like CM Punk, so I didn't miss nothing. <laughs> but I knew about everything that went on. I knew about everything that went on. I didn't. I didn't like that Straight Edge Society shit. That was just me. But when the Summer WWE Punk. Liked- of Punk. when the WWE network came out that started to pique my interest back again because i paid for it for the nostalgia and the deal on the pay-per-views so i still wasn't watching the episodic television weekly but the pay-per-views did it aew got me fully invested back in to where now i'm kind of still on the if i can watch it i watch it but I make sure I know what's going on. So nowadays, I took that long-ass break. But now the break is over. I pay attention more than ever now.
1: Lou, I guess we need to take a break, bro.
2: (laughs) Don't hurt. And like Lou, I'm not going to lie, like Lou, there has been NFL seasons that I didn't give a shit about what was going on. There was at least two or three years it happened And this is pre Kaepernick two or three years, I'm talking about. Where I just didn't care. Where, like, I stopped. I even, like, when my Eagles had a bad season, I got to the point where I stopped watching ESPN and what was going on in any sport until the next football season to be like, all right, I think my emotions are back in check now. I can probably, (laughs) and then it'll be like, nope, fuck you again. I'm out. Uh (laughs)
4: Yeah,
0: bro. honestly like i never thought in my life that i would not watch a giants game or or a next game i'm the type of person that i can't like people people tell me hey come over and watch the game and i go yeah i'll come over and watch the dolphins game with you guys because you guys are dolphin fans or whatever but i cannot like i can't watch a giants game in your house because you'll throw me out because i'm yelling at Every single down, every single play, I'm yelling at somebody who's fucking up in my mind and my dumb mind. I'm screaming <laughs> at somebody like, "What the fuck? Get off the fucking block!" Like, like that. <laughs> and, really? hey, I you. Really? Uh, what, people. Like, I can't do it. I can't be around people. So, <laughs> I, never sure that. I, I never thought I would take the. I never thought I would not watch. But honestly, like, when I think back on it, you know, I was going through shit with my wife, and we ended up getting divorced. But I think with that and just – it was just a combination of things, and I was sick of fucking watching the Giants win three and four games a season. I just was like, I can't do this shit anymore. And I just stopped. And I, honestly, it was healthy because I'm more involved now than I've been in a long time. So I think it was a good thing. So I think <laughs> it was a good
2: question.
4: No, but trust just- me.
2: It is a good. wrestling it
4: fans,
0: good I think wrestling is a different animal. I think we're we're so in love with that 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 artful sport of what it is that we just. I don't think there's any way to take time off of it. Like at this point, I don't I don't think that's there's I any mean, way. to
4: take more time. Oh, a break, yeah. I I ain't got yeah. a choice. No, a break. Lou, yeah. It's yeah. it
2: is it is healthy. It is healthy and it's okay, Lou, because I, I'm gonna keep it real with y'all as I I do a show that was a originally based around sports but I grew up playing sports my entire life and I haven't played football since 2012 and more and more as the years go on I've noticed that I've started to even care less and less about sports overall and I I think that just is attributed to playing these games my whole life whether it was in a league or on weekends with my friends and shit like I don't I, I, don't find myself caring and being as invested as I normally do. Even as with I'm, playing fantasy football and all that stuff. Like, as I'm, I'm not, over here yeah.
1: refreshing the Yankees score every two seconds, like, yo, we got to finish. They're in the bottom of
2: the sixth. <laughs> all, want, I want to go watch.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's
2: to... okay, Lou. It's okay, Lou. I'll just say, it's yeah. all right. Now, we're That's about good. to wrap up because
0: we're on our last question anyway as oh. we bring this podcast to its crushing conclusion. I wanted to ask you guys, Just kind of like as a fun kind of little touch on. What's one change, just one only? You only pick one change that you can make. What's one change that you would make to either company right now if you had that power, if you were the new Nick Khan, Tony Khan, and you could implement one thing into any of these shows, what is it that you would do?
4: Who are you talking to?
0: (laughs) All right, well, I guess I'll go first. (laughs) i'll start it off so for me very simple for aew tony khan hire some fucking writers hire a timeline person get a kevin feige to control your fucking company hire writers bro hire someone who is going to build a six month a 12 month storyline and fucking see it through make sure that this person writes in little fucking pieces oh if this guy gets hurt then we'll do this if this person decides to go, then we'll do this. Make sh- Have that shit done. I don't understand what's so hard about that. I don't understand why that's such a hard thing to do. But this man wants to control everything on his own. And I think he needs to relinquish some. For WWE, very simple. This is the one thing I want to see from WWE do. No more fucking camera cuts. Stop the fucking I camera like the I fucking can't camera. fucking deal with it anymore. I can't. Manny, I know you don't watch the show but like I've seen someone him. someone grabs a chair and they're hitting someone and it's like camera cut camera cut camera cut camera cut camera cut it's like bro and I'm like why? It's such a jarring experience when you watch like one wrestling show and then you go to this and you see this massive camera cuts happening all the time it's just it's, it's nauseating. No more. Stop it. I don't <laughs> want to hear
1: anymore.
4: Uh,
1: uh, what I got for both Custom pay-per-view Titantrons again, custom pay-per-view sets again. Okay, okay. Because both yeah. both companies are guilty of just doing the same thing. Um, you know, I, I was bummed when I went to Double or Nothing. I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna see those big ass poker chips." Fucking, they titan- didn't have ton. them. No, I was fucking butthurt. <laughs> and then wow. when you go to one the WWE they one, yeah, they do it for Mania. But like, I don't know because AEW did them at first. Like, I like when AEW does the short stage. I think they did it just recently for Grand Grand Slam. Big yes. fan of that stage. though. really like that.
3: Yeah, it's at the ramp.
1: Um, yeah, like, yep, the ramp, yep, with that, all that. So I like... But I would say that for both to make it different. Uh, and then... I'd say kind of like to go with you, not along with writers, and I get it, it's hard, but having more of, like, a, a control of your people in AEW, like, I feel... They look at Tony and maybe he's guilty of doing it. Maybe he's not. So I'm not pointing a finger at anyone. Of That's your boss. Yeah.
4: You know what I mean? Yeah. Like as yeah. much as
1: people bitched about like Vince and granted, they had their backstage fights too. That's going to happen in an industry like that. It's going right. to happen. Right. But right. I, no one really fucked with Vince like that. Right. I'm not saying Like, you know what I mean? Like remember how Samoa Joe was the enforcer for NXT? Like hire that motherfucker as the enforcer for AEW. I know a <laughs> lot of them motherfuckers going to square up to Samoa Joe when they got beef. Samoa Joe gets it between Andrade and Sammy. Neither of them are going to start throwing. But that okay. was on,
2: on camera versus backstage.
1: Yeah. So have Samoa Joe do that backstage. Give him a little of a raise and just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> when they start up. So they walk in. They walk in. Andrade walks in. And he's like, hey, come here, Andrade. You want to send out them tweets, huh?
4: But <laughs> but now
2: I, there. I, there, there's before, I I'm, I want Maddie to go before me, but just a little pushback on the. Uh, the the whole uh storyline situation that y'all talk like AEW actually you know what I'm gonna save my point because it kind of ties into what I want to mention and like a true Negro you say one I don't have I don't have just one. So go ahead
3: Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> For WWE, obviously, I don't have anything concrete because I have to watch it to have something concrete, but I would just love for it to Hey, you're a normal
1: on. human and you're not an internet wrestling person who doesn't watch one but talks bad. Look at you, hey. <laughs> um,
3: yeah, I tell people, watch what you like. That's literally what I say, even after I do my show. Um, I would love if WWE would be on a different network that I actually had. <laughs> so I have to go through illegal channels to, to watch them, but it's going to happen. Um, for- AW, I'm just riding this train. Tony Connie's to take a step back from being everybody's friend and be the boss. You're the guy that makes the main decisions, and you're the one that signs the checks, and you have people hired to do the PR, to handle um HR and all of these things. And you gotta let those people do their jobs and stop trying to be the sign off on every single thing because you're gonna miss things. And things like what's happening now is going to continue to happen. So that that would be what I would change for AEW.
2: Well, Tony Khan, you could kind of try to say in that type of thought, kind of trying to be like Vince, where Vince was always the ultimate sign-off. But Vince also had 40, 50, 60 years of experience in the business to where it's a little different. Mm -hmm. Um, The TV aspect of things, and Tony and the writers, I agree to a point but this is how I agree with it because we love we love to have mentioned how AEW has the, they had the long form storytelling lockdown. Yeah. They do to a point because it was displayed by way of how they were able to shift gears in quick moment with the acclaimed over Swerving Our Glory, but with Moxley now being three-time champion and running back to MJF.
4: Retelling
2: yes. a story from the early days Of AEW But where the storytelling Part that I agree with is, is Different What I think AEW should change is Besides of having Different writers <clears throat> Is Maybe try to Do the WWE format Of the hot shot of Storylines Instead of once a month At least every two months and rotate the cycle of who we get to see. Now, fans-wise, I'm sorry, y'all need to shut up. Because Dark and Dark Elevation are there for a reason. Many of the people you complain about are still wrestling. You just got to turn on YouTube. Because not everybody has gets enough time in three hours worth of television. I'm sorry. But that could be fixed with two-month storylines that you can... Two months here, two months for the next storyline. Bring the next storyline back another two months and close it out for a pay-per-view. And that's a part of the issue is the four pay-per-views a year, which is a beautiful thing because they're not trying to jam give us your money, give us your money by pay-per-views every month. And that'd be a lot of money. Right. And then how the stories are built. Some of the stories that go into some of these pay-per-views Work perfectly within the four pay-per-view A year schedule You get proper payoffs at times Things like that But um, I would say Just a, a rotation of talent Figure a better rotation of talent With what Lou said And you said Maddie Writers, I agree with that Get writers They are doing some storylines right But other people that they bring in It does feel like they kind of stalemate yes. WWE wise Stop letting Brock Lesnar beat black people. <laughs> <laughs> I joke, I joke, I kid, but I'm also halfway serious because I, <laughs> I believe with the Saudi show, I'm sure and I hope the Saudi prince is saying we want to see Bobby win.
0: No, that's not what's yeah, happening.
2: Yeah, probably not. But <laughs> but no. But I that that was just that was more of a joke. You know what I'm saying? But I saw
0: somebody put a tweet out that said uh, Brock Lesnar basically just sits in a hole. Until there's a black champion, and then he fucking like breaks out. He feels a black champion and he breaks out, and he comes back.
1: Muthafuckers the out there like
2: out there like Groundhog Day. He, yeah. he, he <laughs> lets him, you know, Hulk Hogan out talking about. I, this is, I guess, I'm gonna have to do this myself and make sure my daughter doesn't see no. And I'll just leave it at that. But
1: worst uh, <laughs> part is, too, one of Bobby's best friends in WWE is fucking Shelton Benjamin.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, you mean Brock? But yeah i know i know we yeah we have you saw to, and you
0: saw how right. he did him he lured him
2: yeah never a, in the rumble. rumble
0: he's yeah.
4: like yeah what's up <laughs> my boy yeah hey.
0: threw his ass right the fuck out the ring <laughs> and, and,
4: and.
2: But uh but,
0: but well, I mean, guys so, we've we're, we're approaching the end of the story. oh Dan ain't even done i've been cutting down all night
2: is bound to happen is bound to happen to me sometime and let me kill this spider real quick. But uh, now, now that's yeah. dead. Um. So, oh shit, it's not dead.
3: We got some Discovery Channel on the side. Better
2: use that yeah. torch. Yeah, yeah so I know exactly,
3: you a whole goddamn gun over there. Yeah, that's
4: that's exactly barbecue good. barbecue spider.
3: Ew. But
2: now, but w with WWE, um. I, I what what i the change I need is the split of championships or just you finally just unify them and like I've said a million times on this podcast already create one heavyweight champion that goes between all the shows that's it not Roman reigns he gets to rightfully take his time off because I've said it before and I say it again that man earned the contract and schedule that he is currently performing in. He earned that motherfucker and he deserves every bit of it. But you need working champions. And so, actually, my last point for all companies is 30 days or the belt is removed from your waist. Get back to if I got to throw some old head shit in this, that's it. Get back to working champions 30 days or you have to relinquish the belt. I agree. That has always historically worked in wrestling, no matter what era, no matter what territory, it doesn't matter. It always works. Get back to that.
3: I agree.
0: Hell yeah. Um, as we approach the end of the episode, as if, if no one has any other final thoughts, yeah. You know, anything you want to get off, you guys got everything off. Uh, I would like to just uh definitely say. Dan's point of unifying those champions is something championships is something that I desperately have been begging WWE to do. And now that Bobby lost the belt, we've now have missed out on the dream match of Gunther Lashley to unify those two belts together to create one belt. <sighs> Unfortunately.
3: <laughs> And
0: I have that same respect for the idea of one champion. Like, that one champion is supposed to be the workhorse. That's the one, That one guy is supposed to represent the company. So but he that's goes the, the,
2: the one RPG thing they get right. That's the one thing they get right. That I see and the United States titles are their true workhorse belts. Why do you so think Seth so Rollins just got it? I'm okay with them splitting it. Because yeah. we'll, we're going to see Seth on TV, though. That's the difference. Yeah. So those are their workhorses. Yeah. It's the world title.
0: Well, guys, with that, we have come to the end of our program. So I would like to thank all of you who are listening to this program. Please, if this is your first time, make sure that you are subbed to the channel so you always get notified when a new episode drops. Hit up Wrestling is Trash on Instagram for the latest updates and hit up randomrob.com for all your podcasting needs. Because every time you go to randomrob.com, Rob gets a penny. That's a big deal. Give him a shekels. Um, I would like to thank our guest, Top Rope Squishy for joining us today. And uh, just so you know, there's something on this program that I kinda wanna start getting off as of now. And that is, uh, we're gonna start instituting a phrase for guests who come on this show. And it is, once a trash boy, always a trash boy. It doesn't matter genders, it doesn't matter any of that. So you are always welcome to come back to this show at any time. Feel free to come back and rock with us. You are an unofficial trash boy slash girl, if you will. Please tell the people where to find you.
3: Well, first of all, thank you guys for having me, and you are all welcome on my show. I would love to have you guys on my show. Um, You can find me at Top Rope Squishy. That's on Twitter. That's on YouTube. Live shows on Thursdays at seven fifteen p.m. where I discuss wrestling, mostly AEW. And I invite podcasters to my show. And on Saturday's brand new show called Cafe Con Leche, where at 11 o'clock, a new episode drops every Saturday. And for the month of October is going to be about my personal paranormal experiences. So tune in. Okay. Oh, it's five. Uh, if you are watching this show, you best to subscribe and hit that like button
4: hey
0: that's what i'm talking yeah. about
2: coming coming to YouTube over voice, to coming to you, YouTube said, that you know nick closes out the show and as always again thank y'all for listening soon watching because we're getting this shit back and revived uh make sure you're googling the Star of our podcast everywhere hhdg.com hhdgmedia.com for all your underground hip-hop needs um, make sure you're following the Start Five Podcast on Instagram at the Starting Five underscore podcast, and especially on TikTok at the Starting Five Podcast, where I love to drop wrestling history on y'all with my They Did It First Who Did It Best series. I'm actually going to record one in a few minutes. So, yeah. <laughs> Trash Boy. And Andrew most importantly, here. you can follow my name. And
1: eventually, I'm not going to have to spell it for you because you're going to see it. But most importantly, though, follow us, Wrestling Is Trash, on Instagram, at Wrestling Is Trash, and on Twitter, at Wrestling Be Trash. Uh, Thank you guys, as always, for listening. Lou, you killed today. Thank you, our guests, for coming. Dan, the Man. Everyone,
4: have a great day. Bye.